welcome you to the preaching service of the Scotts Fork Christian Church. I am Otis Clark, the minister of the church, and we take this opportunity to wish each of you uh, a very meaningful and happy observance of July 4th, uh, which will be tomorrow. And uh, we hope and pray you have a, a wonderful time as you seek to share. This morning, we're going to be talking about simply a message that I have entitled uh, for July, July 4th, 2022. And uh, I am going to be reading from the 33rd Psalm of uh, in, uh, in the book of Psalms. And I'll be reading starting in verse 4 and reading through the remainder of the chapter. And so let's listen to the word of the Lord. The psalmist said, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the water of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord foils, foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the path of the Lord stands firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the heart of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and he is our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Tremendous reading from Psalm 33. It seems that patriotism has become passe in these days in which we're living. After all, it's been 246 years since the signing of the Declaration of Independence. So naturally, enthusiasm for July the 4th celebrations has waned. Recent years, progressive educators have focused on America's flagrant uh, flaws such as greed, war, um, slavery, many other types of issues, and pretty much ignored our nation's accomplishments. Some years ago, 
in the Rolling uh, Stone magazine, uh, there was a question it posed, and it asked the question, is there anything that would motivate you to die for your country? And 40% of the people who responded said no. Sometimes it seems that most youth are ignorant of America's unique spiritual heritage and have little concept of what our nation was intended to be. It seems and appears that we slipped a long way from our founding fathers and their willingness to pledge their lives to their fortunes and their sacred honor for freedom to a cavalier spirit that permeates so many in this age. We understand and it's regretfully that uh, this is some things that we're mindful of, but some Christian leaders have contributed to the anti-patriotic uh, uh, thoughts that we should have by preaching that a church service is inappropriate uh, for there to be any kind of patriotic expression. They argue that since we worship God above and God alone, it's idolatry to pay honor to a nation. So you can see as we come to July 4, 2022, there are a lot of things that we need to take a look at and seek to remember and seek to uh, adhere to and follow. I submit to you that on this July the 4th, that we would do well to underscore four principles from this passage from which we have just read. We know as we look at our world and, and look and realize that all cultures are not spiritually equal. Uh, some nations honor the Lord and some do not. For instance, we can go back to the book of Genesis and, um, and farther, further, and uh, God chose to destroy Sodom. And, and then we continue to read and we notice that he spared Nineveh and it was based on each city's reaction to his authority. And you know, brothers and sisters, when we look at where we are and look at the fruit which is being born, it seems very, very sad to say that a host, host, host of people have a big problem, a big problem with accepting the authority of our blessed Lord. We know that when he gave the Great Commission, and that's recorded in the 28th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, and he gave that to the 120 disciples, to the apostles, and said to go into all the world and teach the sacred scriptures and baptize and teach again, and lo, I'm with you all the way to the end of the world. And he states in his previous verse there that all authority in heaven and in earth has been given to me. And friends, needless to say, as we share in July 4, 2022, uh, that seems to be a very growing problem in our culture here in the United States of America. It seems that we have trouble accepting his authority. 
And as we look at this teaching in the 33rd Psalm, we notice that any nation uh, that honors the Lord is promised his blessing. For instance, the Lord sees all mankind as, as, we, uh, as we have had pointed out to us uh, in reading scriptures, sees all mankind. He promises to bless every nation that will honor him as their God. And friends, it seems that as we come to this 4th of July, that there is tremendous, tremendous upheaval. Very sad when we think about our forefathers and all the things they came here to accomplish, the dreams they had for the United States of America, the dreams they had for this great land, and to realize where we are at this time. We uh, hear statistics, just a recent statistic came on one of the major newscasts and commented about church attendance and they made the statement that church attendance has dropped 50%. People seem to be of all ages leaving the churches or leaving the church in droves. We look at where we are on this uh, weekend, July 4th weekend, and try to size up situations, and we notice that a very, very historic decision was made, and always go down in history, a great decision as far as I'm concerned, and that is what the Supreme Court did in striking down the Roe versus Wade. And we know that as a result of that happening just a little week ago, that uh, we come and we realize that uh, uh, all kinds of responses are being made to this. Uh, you think of it and uh, think about it and uh, just about any type of thing that could be said. But friends, I simply share with you a couple of things that, excuse me, that we need to be mindful of as we think about this decision. is uh, It's interesting to note that uh, we hear so much. Uh, my my body, my right, my rights, my rights, my body, and that is absolutely true. But friends, you see that uh, the question that we uh, need to ask: What about? the rights of the little boy or the little girl. What about their rights? An incredible thing is going on. And it's a very crucial time in the history of this land. Very, very historic and very important. And I pray that as I join others, hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, that we all in Christ-like love and love and kindness will stand by our thought that it is wrong. The Bible plainly says in the Ten Commandments, thou shall not kill. You know, I'll just share a little later here about this and some things that seemingly that we don't understand and I think if we did understand would make all the difference in the world. Also, we come to this weekend and the shootings taking place throughout the nation. It uh, seems that every time I, in the evening that I listen to a newscast, I hear of a person or persons being killed. I can't help but believe that the state of Kentucky and other states as well are sharing their sympathy and their prayers with the terrible happenings in Floyd County in Prestonsburg, Kentucky. When this in the last few days, three 
a policeman serving, doing a great job in that area, and, and then a, a canine dog uh, were killed as a result of the mass shooting, the terrible happenings. And we just think uh, about what happened at the uh, Hobbs Elementary School down in, down in the state of Texas where 19 young people were killed and two teachers. And on and on we can go. Now, is this the kind of America that our forefathers dreamed of? Is this the kind of nation that, uh, that our forefathers prayed for and hoped for and so on? Uh, just this, of course, this June ended this past week, and, and we know that it had been designated as Pride Month, the whole month of June given to the LGBTQ uh, situation. And friends, we have to ask many, many questions. Back in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 5 and 20, it says that the people got to the place where they called evil good and good evil. Also, the last teachings uh, in the, uh, uh, the book of Judges is that uh, uh, everybody did that which was right in their own eyes. When we think about this particular thing, the different statistics that they're quoting about abortion is that 85% of abortions are for single women. Friends, I can't help but think that it, we would do so well, and I was doing some reading about John Piper, a tremendous preacher from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a tremendous writer, just uh, just outstanding person, and uh, and so he said we need uh, to ask some questions. What is this? Uh, uh, what's causing? What is the what is the cause of all of this? And I want you to listen closely. In Matthew fifteen nineteen, this is what is said. Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, thefts, false testimony, slander. When we look at it and look at God's word, he gives us the answer as to why these things are happening. And if, this, if one of these particular words does not describe what is happening in America, I, I really, really don't know what does. Why are all these things, where did it start? Friends, it is because the heart of mankind is, has not been changed, has not been born again. We need to understand, John, uh, and we read those words where it says, unless a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot hear. Uh, inherit the kingdom of God. And so we've got to see that if we want to see a better America, if we want to see less shootings, if we want to see less violation of God's word, if we want to see less babies killed, and as I commented last Lord's Day, you cannot tell me that if a child is taught early in life what it says in Galatians 5 when it talks about the works of the flesh and one of the works is mentioned is fornication and fornication is sex outside of marriage and Paul in writing to the church at Galatia says that they who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God 100,000 are dying from drug overdose and on and on we can go and so if we are going to see a different America. 
is going to be. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, God created you and me. He created us. He breathed into man the breath of life, and he created Eve. And he knew us, and he knew what we needed. And so until we change our hearts and our desires to have the kind of desires, listen to me, that Christ wants us to have, that Christ wants us to have for happiness, for peace, and on and on I can go, we're not going to have a better America. Yes, any nation that honors the Lord is promised his blessing. But you see, I can't help but feel that he's looking down upon us and that he is uh, uh, being very, very merciful to us when we are doing whatever it seems many times, what we want to do in total defiance of God's word. And as we think about this teaching here in Psalm 33, it's appropriate for the nation. God blesses to give thanks. And, and we do, even with all of all the things that are happening right at this very time when our nation is in uproar, when we're dealing with crucial decisions, when we're asking questions about very important issues. But the Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. God, America is not a perfect gift, but it is really a good gift, and we need to realize. You see, it's not idolatry to give thanks for the blessings of our nation any more than it's idolatrous to give thanks for the blessings of our mothers and our fathers and so on. We can be unashamedly patriotic and unapologetic Christian at the same time. No nation in the world has ever been more blessed than the United States of America. Many of you have traveled to other continents, to other countries, and you have seen all that they had to offer, and it was much. But when you look at this great land, the United States of America, look at its incredible resources, breathtaking scenery, unprecedented freedom, international influence and then this past week we saw such a courageous decision by our Supreme Court by ruling against the Roe versus Wade you see God was honored in the founding of our country and he has kept his promise the fact that this country was founded on Judeo-Christian Christian principles is so evident in early documents and inscriptions on historic buildings and monuments that it can't be denied. Friends, another principle that is evident is found that God will remove his hand, a blessing from the nation that forsakes him. And you know, friends, we uh, kind of look and probably would hear many people say, uh, I don't see how that the Lord is tearing uh, in his coming back to this world of ours. Uh, but we see so often uh, so many things that so profoundly are being said and so, uh, so profoundly our people are doing it so uh, without any hesitation, dishonoring his word and dishonoring the things that he wants us 
to to be mindful of for instance when we read in psalm 33 we read verse 10 and uh, this is uh, uh, one translation of that the wicked go down to the the realm of the dead and all the nations that forget god and so we need to be mindful. Let me read that again. Uh, it's another translation in the NIV. It says, The Lord foils the plans of the nation. He thwarts the purposes of the people. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Some who sneer at nationalistic pride do so because they are convinced the only solution to global problems is a one-world government. They belittle patriotism because their hope is in the United Nations more than the United States. But you know it's interesting, the Bible predicts that any attempt to govern without God is doomed to fail. For instance, in Proverbs 21:15, it says, listen to this, when justice is done, it brings joy to the righteous, but terror to the evildoers. And again, I want us to keep in mind what it says here in the 33rd uh, chapter of the book of Psalms about no king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all his great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait and hope for the Lord. He is our help. He is our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And then there is this great verse of scripture in 2 Corinthians 3, 18. And this is what we need to keep in mind. This is as we go through this life, we do not need to see all of this bitterness. We do not need to see all of this hatred. We do not need to see all of the many things which are going on. And the Paul writing to the church, the Corinth says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory and being transformed into his image with an ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the spirit and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image you see friends we've just got to be so careful because this world is not our home uh, and so many people are living their lives as if they think they're going to live forever so many are so attached to this world and Jesus knew what he was doing. God knew what he was doing when he gave us this book, the Holy Bible, the greatest book in all the world. As possibly you've heard someone say, this sin will keep you from this book and this book will keep you from sin. Friends, Matthew, I'd like for you to read that when you get a chance, how true it is in the Gospel of Matthew, the 15th chapter and verse 19. Those great words that we read just a few moments ago and read them and see uh, what he says here, what Jesus says about the heart 
and that if we can change the hearts of men and women, you can rest assured we will see a different America. Yes, friends, uh, on this July 4th, awful, awful lot of commotion, an awful lot of sadness, and very crucial and very important decisions will be made in all probability in the coming year and in the coming time. And I just pray, Father, and I just pray for you as well who are listening, that you will see that we, that God wants us to have a better world than we have. He wants us to know a greater peace. He wants us to know a greater happiness. But it will only come about as you, as I, as all of us, as we look at our hearts and seek to turn them over, seek to study the greatest book of the world and to walk with Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this weekend. We know that so many have done so much, so many have paid such a great price in order that we could live in this land, the United States of America. And Lord, I just pray that as we think about the things that are taking place, that we can see that these things ought not to be and that there will be those who will see and will accept his word. It's so sad because by the fruit we see being borne by people that people are getting farther and farther and farther away from a desire to know and to accept the authority of Christ and the teachings of the Bible. Father, I pray you will bless America I pray that we can get a hold of ourselves and, and that uh, uh, and you will use all of us and that we will stand unashamedly for the, for the great Savior, for the great book, because we know therein lies our hope and our peace. Forgive us of our sins and bless us. In his name we pray. Amen.